Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about hope. When dealing with relationship anxiety, I think one of the things that can so easily happen as we become so immersed in these doubts and intense feelings of fear is this little voice creeps in that says, things are never going to get better. It's always going to be like this. You should probably just give up now. It's already ruined your relationship. And you probably won't be able to make something work in the future. The voice of hopelessness that has us getting so easily discouraged with any little setback, no matter how much growth and progress we've seen. Or that has us just, it tries to convince us that it's not worth, you know, even trying or working on it anymore. Which naturally, as we, you know, if we give heed to that voice and give up, we definitely don't make any more progress and really let ourselves just sit in kind of where we're at. And that is one of the reasons I think hope is so important is because it can help us keep going even when it doesn't feel easy. Even when things feel hard. The voice of hopelessness often is our brain trying to be lazy. (laughs) It is our brain saying, okay, if you could just give up on this now, then we don't have to put in so much work. It'd be a lot easier to just not even try. And of course, it feels awful. It doesn't feel good to feel helpless. So I think it's important to acknowledge and make space for and recognize that, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm having these thoughts that are feeling discouraged. I am feeling some hopelessness and noticing that, but not necessarily allowing yourself to give into it. Notice what does hopelessness want you to do? Does it want you to just curl up in bed and not talk to your partner and not talk to your friends and not take care of yourself? Does it look like wanting to stop putting in effort into whatever, um, you know, work and self-help and coaching or therapy that you have been doing? Does that hopelessness want you to just shut out the world and binge watch Netflix instead? Notice like what hopelessness wants you to do. I want you to acknowledge it without necessarily giving in to all of that. Because those things are what will actually keep us stuck. That's the crazy thing with hopelessness is we might have this thought of I'm stuck. I'm never going to figure this out. All of that. But from that place, what we do is we don't work on it. We stop doing all the things that have gotten us progress. We just focus on everything that is missing. We get consumed in all of the negativity of it, and we miss everything beautiful that's been happening, which naturally does not get us any closer to our goal. 
that little hopeless voice that says you can't do it ultimately becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy when we listen to it. So I want to talk to you guys today about what we can do to keep ourselves having a sense of hope. Now, sometimes hope is going to feel stronger than others. I don't know if we're always constantly going to have this massive sense of hope, but I think that there always can be that little tiny bit of it. And so how do we keep that with us? I think first thing is we have to be willing to celebrate the little wins. So often, our brain wants to focus on what's gone wrong and what is missing and where we are still stuck and how things are still the same and yada yada. There actually is a book by Malcolm Gladwell called The Gap in the Gain. And he talks about how when we're working towards a goal, there is the gap from where we are to where we're looking to go. But there's also the gain, which is where we were initially to where we're at right now. And human tendency is we're very focused on that gap of, oh, here's what I'm missing for my goal. Here's what I'm still doing. Here's what's still wrong. And when that that is our focus, it is really, really natural to become hopeless because we are so focused on how we just still aren't there yet. And this can happen even when we've had massive amounts of progress, where there's a past version of us that would look at where we're at right now and be like, holy cow, can I be like you? (laughs) Like what you're dealing with sounds way better. You're Anxiety is so much lower. You are navigating this so much better. But yet when we get to that place, we're not thinking about all of that progress from where we used to be. We're just looking at, oh, but the anxiety still popped up some. I still had that thought and we beat ourselves up. So what Malcolm Godwell talks about is how a lot of times the most useful thing we can do is to live in the game. To rather than be focused on that gap and where we have yet to go is to focus on like, look how much progress I've made, what growth I've already seen within myself and giving yourself credit for that rather than just focusing on what's missing. And so that if you notice yourself getting hopeless is even asking yourself, what little wins have I seen? What progress have I noticed within myself? Even if it seems really small and really simple, is giving yourself space to notice that and acknowledge it and celebrate it. Um, Too often we just jump to the next step and what we need to be doing and we forget to give ourselves a minute to just be proud of what we've already accomplished. The next thing is... I think it's very helpful to keep in mind past moments where it seemed like nothing was going to work out. We've all had those times in our life where it just seemed like, I don't know how this is going to work out, and we felt really hopeless and we felt discouraged, but yet the day still went on and the thing you were struggling with passed and you were able to come out on the other side of it okay and if not an even stronger and better person because of it 
And often we're, after going through that hard thing, we move on to the next problem to focus on. Um, but I, in the next, the next big scary thing that our brain is like, okay, yeah, yeah, that was scary. That, that thing was hard, but now there's this and this thing, this thing that you can't handle. <laughs> it's so funny how our brains will do that. It'll tell us we can't handle something. We handle it. We make it through. And then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. But, but there's this thing you can't handle. So I think it can be really useful is to go to your past and notice like, what were some of those moments of feeling hopeless that we made it through, that we were able to come out on the other side okay. And remembering those moments, having those moments in your back pocket to help you have faith in the future, to see like, hey, look, in this past moment where I thought things weren't going to be okay, they were okay. So maybe this next thing this relationship anxiety and this relationship that I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I do know that things can work out and be okay. I've done it in the past and I'm going to trust that that can be the case right now. That can help us have hope. Having a mantra that you can say to yourself that brings hope. Reminding yourself, I'm capable of going through hard things. That I don't need to know how everything works out in order to trust that it will. Everything is going to be okay. Some little phrase for you that helps you stay hopeful. Something that you can put as a screensaver on your phone, a little sticky note in your journal, something that you can see and bring yourself back to. And really make sure you pick a mantra that resonates for you personally. Um, Another thing is a lot of times when hopelessness presents itself, it comes in the form of let's just stop trying and not do any of the things we really should be doing on a daily basis for our mental health. So this might be if you ever have found yourself just wanting to be stuck in bed, wanting to isolate and avoid other people, wanting to be just um, totally, you know, not, not working out or things that you maybe normally might do, all these normal self-care things Now you're finding yourself avoiding and putting off and really just being apathetic towards. And those little things are some of the best things you can be doing for yourself in these moments of feeling hopeless. A lot of times when we're hopeless, it's not this place where we can just give ourselves this really big pep talk and help ourselves just feel super excited and gung-ho about working on our anxiety. But what we can do is just say, you know what, today I'm going to get out of bed. Today I'm going to do my hair or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to call my friend. I'm going to do something small and simple to take care of myself even when my brain's saying it's not worth it or there's no point. That can help create momentum in the direction of hope. 
is choosing to do one of those little simple things to take care of yourself. Something small that brings you joy every day. It's taking time to exercise, taking time to draw, um, and talking to a friend. Those things that a lot of times we kind of stop doing when we feel hopeless, that's when we need it the most. Next thing to generate hope is being aware of your intake. So what I mean by that is what media are you consuming on a daily basis? Sometimes hopelessness a lot of times can come up when we are spending a lot of time, again, on our phone, um, reading the news, um, comparing to other relationships and other people. Um, We're spending a lot of time consuming these things that really do not uplift us. And so being aware of that, noticing that, like, when are these moments I'm noticing hopelessness come up? Is it connected to a thing or something I'm consuming where I'm putting time and energy into? And do I need to put so much time and energy into it? And what are things that I can consume and put more energy into that bring more hope into my life? So maybe it is, um, instead of reading the news, I'm going to listen to this audiobook. I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to spend some time meditating. I'm going to journal. Shifting your energy from that intake that maybe the things you're consuming that might kind of be what's dragging you down to, okay, what are some things on a daily basis that help bring me hope? Things that I can read and listen to to help create more of that for you. And then knowing there is no rush or end date to healing. So often hopelessness comes because we have in our mind created this end date of like, okay, I'm going to hit this point in our relationship or I'm going to have worked on it for this long and then all the thoughts and feelings will be gone. And then I will feel 100% happy and 100% in love and then we don't hit that. And then naturally, we're feeling let down. We're discouraged by that and we're wondering what's gone wrong. So we create this arbitrary, artificial date and timeline for ourselves and hold ourselves up to it. And then when we don't meet it, we beat ourselves up and tell ourselves nothing's working and we're not going to be able to get there. And rather I want to offer to you is that that whole timeline you just made up. You just put pressure on yourself to be feeling a certain way by a certain point when really you are allowed to have these thoughts and feelings whenever they present themselves. There doesn't have to be a certain point at which they just disappear. Yeah, it's okay for them to come up. And it's going to shift and become easier and change form over time as you work on it. But allowing it to take the timeline it takes rather than trying to force it into this box and then getting frustrated when it doesn't fit. I think when we look at our healing and working on anxiety as a lifelong process that is continually evolving and changing, 
it can help create a little bit more compassion with ourselves and a little bit more hope because we haven't put an unrealistic expectation on ourselves. So notice if your hopelessness is coming from that place of you're putting way too much pressure on yourself and can we let some of that go and can we readjust our expectations to be more accepting and kind to where you are at right now? And then the last thing I want to offer you guys is that as humans, we have internal chatter that happens, all of us. And I think everyone has that little voice that likes to kind of talk them down and says, Ugh, this isn't going to work. You're horrible. You're not good enough. Nothing, Nothing's going to happen, right? That this voice has presented itself to you, not just in this moment of relationship anxiety and having hopelessness, but throughout your whole life and trying anything new or hard, that your brain just kind of says, I don't know if it's going to work. And your brain says you're not good enough and this probably won't work for you and something's wrong with you. And that little voice in your head, I don't know if we ever get rid of 100%. Because I think part of it is trying to keep us safe and have us be a little bit more cautious and play it safe. But we get to decide how much weight we give to that voice. That when your brain starts offering you those hopeless thoughts, is we get to decide if we're going to pick up the bait. If we're going to listen to them, if we're going to believe them, and we're going to just give up, or if we can let those thoughts be what they are, which is just a background noise, which is just chatter in your brain trying to keep you safe, and decide to keep working on yourself anyways. We get to decide how much we listen and how much we react to that voice. Are we going to argue with it and fight it? Are we going to just give into it and become hopeless? Or are we going to acknowledge like there's that fear there, right? That this won't work or that I can never figure this out. I'm not good enough. All of those discouraging, hopeless thoughts and still taking steps in the direction you want to go. Still working on yourself anyways and still operating out of whatever that voice of hope is for you. That mantra of I can do hard things. I am capable of this. I'm going to figure this out. I trust myself to navigate this. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.